are now less than 24 hours from the 2023 NBA draft. And this is going to be our mock draft 2.0 featuring a full two full first round mock draft. Uh, thank you very much for checking us out here at Prime Sports World. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. David Huffman right there, co-host TJ Hopkins, Israel Vera should be joining us here momentarily as we get ready for the 2023 NBA mock draft and NBA draft, which is tomorrow night. I think the first pick is at 8.30 or the, the Spurs are on the clock at 8.30. Uh, for some reason, it's probably going to take them 10 minutes to pick Victor Wembanyama. Um, but this draft is here. The NBA offseason is here. Uh, on Monday, we'll be doing a full free agency show where we talk about the notable free agents in the NBA. We'll talk about where they might end up. Uh, so you don't want to miss that content. We're going to bring it to you 24-7. Uh, Sunday, we also bring you an 800-episode special. TJ, welcome to the show. Happy hump day, my friend. How are you today? I'm all right. You know, same old, same old. I love to hear it. love to hear it. Before we get into the mock draft, let's talk about the proposed three-way trade uh, that's been proposed. Just real quick, I just want to hear who you think the winner, who your winner is of this trade. So first of all, it's Chris Porzingis going to the Boston Celtics. The Clippers getting Malcolm Brogdon. And the Wizards getting uh, Marcus Morris, Amir Coffey, 30th pick in this year's draft which I do not think can be traded until the actual draft. Uh, they're also getting Daniel Gallinari in order to make the money work. Um, Porzingis has decided to opt in to his final year of his contract uh, worth like $28 I think, million. Dollars. So um, he's going to be there at least for one more season. Instant reaction. Who wins this trade? Uh, the Clippers and Kristaps Porzingis. Um, uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say the Clippers too. Basically, you, you basically Marcus Morris wasn't in your rotation. Amir Coffey, you know who cares? Um, and you get Malcolm Brogdon, who's a, 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 either a really good bench player or your starting point guard. Like Malcolm so Brogdon is a that's the sixth man of the year, right? And yeah, yeah. Christos Porzingis is probably for the first time in a long time is going to play, going to have a chance to play meaningful basketball past um, past March. You know, I think the last time he probably played meaningful basketball, he was with the Knicks when they tried the Porzingis, Rose, Mello trio, right? Like that was probably the last time he was in the playoffs. Um, yeah, if I'm on the Boston side, I'm looking at this like Robert Williams has been in the league. I don't know how long now. He still don't have a post game. You still can't dump the ball down to him and say, get me a bucket. He's a rim runner and he's a shot blocker and at times when boston offense is stalled and the shots the jump shots aren't falling you have to be able to say hey get on the block and get me a bucket they don't have anybody that can do that al horford's not that guy anymore because he's completely revamped how he plays basketball which is fine like it's the new nba now right everybody got to shoot Yep. And Porzingis is what I like to call a three-level scorer. He can post, he can shoot, he can play in the mid-range, and he can shoot the three. And he's a and he's a shot blocker, just like Robert Williams is. Um, yeah, Washington, they just need to like it's evident now. Like finally, you're rebuilding. Thank yep. God. About fucking time. Excuse Kyle my language. Kuzma's, uh, Kyle Kuzma opted out of his money. He's probably going to be gone too. Um, so yeah, this is a for sure team that's heading towards a for sure rebuild. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Wizards. But uh, I, I love this trade for the Clippers. And, I, you know, as Wizards, I think it's about time he made a decision here. Um, moving on into the mock draft, let's talk about it. San Antonio Spurs. How much time you want to waste on the Spurs on this mock draft? 
Nothing, but I'm just tired. Like, it's not them. I'm just tired of hearing about uh, Wimbenyama. Like, that's, it's the stuff he, like, it's annoying now. Like, I we get it. He's 7'5". He, a baseball looks like a ping pong ball in his hand. He's too tall to ride the subway in New York. I, we get it. Right, like first off, if I'm if I'm the other prospects in this draft, I'm I'm tired of it too. I'm feeling disrespected. I don't blame. Yeah, I feel you. I'm feeling I'm feeling disrespect beyond disrespected. When LeBron James was coming into the league, yeah, he was hyped, but we they didn't act like Melo didn't just win a national championship. They didn't act like Dwayne Wade didn't lead Marquette on a historic tournament run, which was what got Dwayne Wade drafted top five overall. Yeah, right, like I mean, but I also think the, the because of the advent of social media, I think things are just so much different now. Like, and so, I, so I mean, what does that mean? What does that even have to do with that? All these players, all these guys are on social media. All these guys yeah, have mixtapes. None, none of them have really had the presence that a Victor Wembanyama has because but, they and, don't allow it. All the like everybody's flocking towards him, like like. Everybody like they weren't putting Scotty uh Scoot Henderson's G League games on TV uh, until until who until they played Wimbledon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Brandon Miller. Like, he, he, I think he lost some draft stock, like, he lost some publicity because that um, that, investi- that, yeah. that investigation that went on, but he's still going to be a top two, top three draft pick. The Assort Twins, like Overtime Elite, don't get enough love because they play on Amazon Prime and everybody's not going to – Man, everybody that, can't... That, uh, that building they play in, though, is incredible. <laughs> so, like, if yeah. You, if, it, you haven't, if, if you haven't seen the place where Overtime Elite plays in, it is it is astounding. Victor Wimignano will be the first overall pick for the San Antonio Spurs. Let's move on. Uh, to the Charlotte Hornets, we're on the clock for now uh, as there are a lot of interest from various teams in this pick. But if the Charlotte yeah. Hornets stay here, yeah. hypothetically, um, what do you got them doing here at number two? Uh, Brandon Miller is probably going to go number two overall. They like his fit next to LaMelo Ball more than Scoot Henderson, which I don't I don't hate that rationale. I don't hate that logic at all. You get a guy that can play positions two through four, maybe he'll be a big he he'd be a big two. That's for <laughs> like that's for damn sure, but. Um, Gilbert Arenas brought up an interesting point about all these guys and how they like when they work out for these teams and like oh they had a good workout like I would hope so you have them doing drills <laughs> like they're shooting like they're they're not shooting against anybody he's like I I they, they, I mean they, they, should, they should look good like when I when I when I shoot around at the rack obviously it's the rack but like I like go through a period where I like won't miss a shot <laughs> right you, like you look you look amazing right you look yeah. like hey. Look, if it's like I, I, if I was them, like if I'm the Charlotte Hornets, okay, I'm bringing in, I'm bringing in PJ Washington. Hey, you you finna go one on one with PJ Washington, and I will ass- like I will assess you off of that one on one, and I'm bringing in a couple more guys. Like it's gonna go from one on one to two on two, all the way up to like well, you don't like, win a I full imagine, game. I imagine the, they don't want to risk that person getting injured in like. Something like that, like, but you learn more from that and I actual game tape than hey, let me just see you shoot. Let me, let me just see you do these cone drills against nobody. I I'm not I'm not arguing with that. I think you're, I think you're spot on. But I think the reason that they don't, I imagine, is the risk of injury. 
Yeah, stop shit out of here. Um, but yeah, Brandon, uh, Brandon Miller's probably gonna go number two overall. Uh, I will, I will, I will agree with you on that. Um, I think they'll be interested to see because I, I think the Orleans really wants one of these two picks, either the first or the second, the second or the third pick, and they want Scoot Henderson. Uh, we'll see what is happening. Uh, the the rumor mill is just getting insane right now uh, when it comes to the draft and the, the, especially with the New Orleans Pelicans right now. Um, but yeah, I'll take Brandon Miller, uh, number two overall to the Charlotte Hornets. I think his fit is better next to Lamelo Ball. Uh, I think you figure out the rest of the roster later. Uh, to the Portland Trail Blazers, um, who still have Damian Lillard on the roster. We'll see if he ends up still on the roster after the end of the draft. But they're on the clock now. Uh, I will have them take Scoot Henderson because there are three elite players in this in this NBA draft, and I think there's a considerable drop off from those three guys. Uh, I assume they are shopping this pick. I fully expect a sharp, not a Charlotte. A new, either a New Orleans, a Chicago, or a Miami to somehow swing that swing a trade for that top three overall pick by tomorrow night. And if I'm either one of those two, if I'm Chicago, yeah, Scoot Henderson makes the most sense. You desperately need a point guard, and he fits he fits the uh, the need like a hand in the glove. If I'm my if I'm Miami. Oh man, if I'm Miami, Scoot Henderson work. He, Scoot Henderson works there too. Uh, yeah, like, but I don't, I don't. I don't think Miami's gonna be able to. I don't think they'll have the ability to make that and get up to this point. I, I mean, I could be wrong. Obviously, I spent a lot of my life being wrong, but I just don't think they can get up to three. Because Portland at Portland at this time, like they they've literally said we're no longer fielding calls for a Damian Lillard trade. So if you call I mean, it, I mean, you, I mean, you say you, people teams say that kind of stuff all the time. But I, I will be, I will be, I, I, I will be. I, I still think he's going to get moved this offseason. Obviously, like, I could be wrong. So I'm no, but like they they say that, but hey, I think they mean it. Like if you call them talking about, hey, what do you want for Dane? They're hanging up the phone. Like there's nothing to talk about. Ain't nothing. Like there's nothing to talk about. Like they're they're not doing it. There's nothing to talk about. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, let's talk about where the draft kind of really starts here. Uh, it's with the fourth overall pick in the Houston Rockets. Uh, what do you have the Houston Rockets doing here uh, with the fourth overall pick in this in this mock draft? Uh, oh, what's his name? I'm a Udoka, new coach. Um, I they could uh, ooh, they're probably gonna go with one of the Thompson twins, but I think that creates. A log, well, they got log jams all over the place. That's true. This is a team that def, they need to sh- put some shape and figure to their roster. So they're probably going to go a mean Thompson because Jalen Green looks like he's probably on his way out, as well as uh, as well as Kevin mean? Porter Jr. I think Kevin Porter Jr. has a higher chance of being out than, um, but I I think yeah I I, I don't I don't know. Like again, like again, they're a young roster. They have a they have a coach who is basically no nonsense, and the like. I'm very curious as to how that dynamic works. Like, how long before they, you know, because they they've never been challenged like that. Those no. young dudes, like they they went to, they, they went to a, a cushy place where they basically ran the ran how they worked in college. I mean, it's. Yeah. Like like yeah, yeah, like think about it. like everywhere they've gone, everywhere they've played in college, everywhere they've like 
coaches have bent to them and be like, all right, you, you get a pass because you're this star player. Da, 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 da. I mean, you is not going for that. Like it's, it's my, it's, it's my show. Like what I say goes and yeah. So I'm going to go, I mean, Thompson and they, yeah. they figured it out from there. I'll agree with you on that. I think they're taking mean Thompson. I, I think he's probably the better playmaker of the two. Um, you know, I, I think that's, you know, it's really close. Uh, but, yeah, I think the Houston Rockets go. Uh, they go, I mean, Thompson here with the fourth overall pick in this year's draft. Uh, super athletic, 6'7", can play the point guard or the shooting guard position. You can even you can even have play, you know, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr. if you keep all three of those guys together. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty pretty lethal combo there for the Houston Rockets. Uh, yeah, swinging into number – yeah. Moving into number five, the Detroit Pistons. Sorry about your terrible lottery luck. Uh, but they do get, they do get a, a good basketball player. They get Cam Whitmore, the kid from Villanova. Um, you know, it's another wing they kind of needed this for the Detroit Pistons. I think they had enough point guards. They got enough bigs. Cam Whitmore is a good complement to what they already have on the roster, and he's not redundant, which is the big problem with this roster as it is right now. Uh, it's fairly redundant. Uh, they got Cam Whitmore falling all the way down to 10 for whatever reason. Um, I guess he didn't call it test well or whatever. <laughs> How we, whatever kind of test they have you do. I mean, whatever that means. In the, in the, right, in, in, in the pre-draft process for the NBA. Uh, this is also, this could also be a potential trade chip for, like, Monty Williams, is, again, no nonsense. He is, he got a six-year deal, but at the same time, you kind of want to be a year ahead of the rebuild process, and you got to get some, you got to get Young dudes, but some vets there too. Like you got, you need a dude that's like twenty-five to play on that roster that's been in the league for about six years already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you get what I'm saying. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know what they do here. Like there's, there's so many ways to go. Um, I think they go. What's his name? Uh, not Anthony Black, but um. Uh, the team, his teammate from Arkansas. Uh, you talking about? Um, sorry, hold on, I get it right now. Uh, Nick Smith Jr., uh, shooting guard out of Arkansas. Yeah, because I think they might, I think they might panic because the the K Cunningham pick hasn't worked to their I mean, to their liking I mean, yet. I mean, he's been good when he plays. The problem when is when he plays. He doesn't, he doesn't play that much uh, uh, for the Detroit Pistons, so they yeah they struggled. Um, but yeah, when he's been on the court, he's been excellent. Yeah, the problem is they, the problem is keeping him on the court. Yeah, like that that like that's the problem. So we we've seen this time and time again. Like team star point guard gets in, constantly injured or has some bad injuries in back to back years. That team panics and they go out and get what seems to be his replacement seeing it all the time it's true um yeah but i, I think cam whitmore i think he you know he's probably i think he's going to be the first villanova wildcat uh taken uh in the first round um as a lot in like the first five picks um and he also probably be the, i think he's one of the first villanova wildcats to be a one and done if memory serves me correctly uh, but obviously i could be wrong um uh, but that's what I have Detroit doing. Moving on to number six, we got the Orlando Magic on the clock. Uh, the first of their two first-round picks in this year's draft. Uh, this one is their own. The other one is coming from the Chicago Bulls. TJ, what do you got the Orlando Magic doing here? 
Uh, hmm. Well, they're what you call it. Jalen Suggs and Cole Anthony could be shipped out, shipped off, which leaves a point guard hole for them. Uh, point guard and the two guard hole of what's his name? Oh, what is? Oh, hold on. Let me, and Omari Spellman in 2018 was a lottery pick, not a lottery pick, but a first round one and done player for oh. Villanova. My bad. Um, no, you good. It happens. It happens. I had his name pulled up, and it, it's, I'm finna find it right now. I'm going to have the only imagine taking the other Thompson twin. I also think he took a compliment to what they already have on the roster. Uh, he's kind of a wing combo, you know, three, two, three guard. Um, he's the better shot creator, I guess, to shot maker uh, of the Thompson twins. Um, and he's probably a little bit of better of defender, uh, Sar Thompson. So um, also he's probably the best player still available. Well, if they um, move off a of call, Anthony, Anthony Black looks, makes a lot of sense right here. It would. So I'm gonna go Anthony Black. So you got two back-to-back razor razorbacks off the board. <laughs> uh, moving on to there, we got the number seven pick. We got the Indiana Pacers on the clock, and TJ got the Indiana Pacers going with a, a good wing to complement um, Tyrus Halliburton. I got them taking Anthony Black, point guard, shooting guard from the Arkansas Razorbacks, uh, three-level score, uh, can really score and put it on the deck. Um, yeah, Anthony Black going to the Pacers. I like that compliment with uh, him and Benedict Matherin. I think the sky is the limit for those three guys. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Walker out of Houston. Uh, Jer- Jarris Walker out of Houston at seven. Like it's been four years. They've been doing the Buddy Hill, Miles Turner talks to LA for four years now. They just brought it back up, and I'm at the point where it's like, hey man, either do it. Or don't and shut up about it. So that that's where I am with that. But I think they need they definitely need more big man depth if they move off of Miles Turner, and that's a big if. I don't. I don't. I I would be. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I mean, I could be wrong, um, but I, yeah, I just don't think they're going to be moving off of him just yet. Um, but we'll see. Um, moving on to the. Um, Moving on to the eighth overall pick, we got the Washington Wizards on the clock as they are revamping their roster. Uh, obviously, they will also have the 30th pick in this draft after the Chris Jeff Porzingis trade. Uh, I honestly don't know if that trade can be completed until when it can, can be completed. Uh, but let's talk about the Wizards. What do you got them doing here? The the other Thompson twin, uh, Asar, Asar Thompson. Um, so they lost a lot of scoring with Bradley Beal and um, – and uh, Bradley Beal and Chris Eppersingas, and probably more than likely they're going to lose uh, Kuz. Kyle Kuzma as well. Um, so I actually got the guy who just won the national title, Jordan Hawkins, shooting guard out of Connecticut. Uh, another Connecticut guy, uh, you know, playing, going there, um, going to the uh, Washington Wizards and starting their rebuild. The guy's a three level scorer, uh, was amazing in the tournament. Uh, yeah, I got him as uh, going to the Washington Wizards at the eighth overall pick. Uh, that might be a little high for him, yeah. for my for my liking, like top maybe. ten. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, when we don't. I mean, we don't. I, I think he, I've seen some mocks where they have him going even higher than this. So, I mean, it could, it, we'll see what ends up happening there. Um, 
That's, okay, I'm that's, just, that's the way that's how I'm feeling. About I'm just those. I'm just gonna tell you right now, no mock draft I've seen had him going top ten anywhere. That's just being real deal Holyfield. Like that, no. Like come oh, he's on. Gonna, he's gonna he's gonna go in my top ten. All right. That's why it's mine and not anybody else's. All right. You're right. Uh, moving on from the Wizards, let's talk about the Utah Jazz as we are almost out of the top 10. Uh, the Utah Jazz also have like a thousand picks in this draft uh, in the first round. I think they got three first round picks or no. Uh, uh, two. Yeah, two first, three first round picks. Uh, this is the first one they have at number nine. What do you got Utah doing here at number nine? Utah at number nine. So they have also announced that what's his name um colin sexton could be moved um I, i'm not i'm pretty sure he don't he's not their starting point is he he don't start for them do he i i, I, don't, I, I don't know i, mean, I don't know he spent a lot of time injured last year and never really got back into the fix the rotation really all that well I mean, so. me personally, me personally, I wouldn't trade him because I actually like Colin Sexton's game. I just, I, I, I don't too. know, I don't know, I don't know what it is about him that just rubs certain people the wrong way. Like I just, I just don't get it. Uh, but if they move off of him, you need a point. The mock draft I'm looking at has Cam Whitmore falling to them. I think that would be a, yeah, that's a steal, and also. Yeah creates i don't know, like like that's another three on your on the team that has quite a few threes uh, yeah, already. But i think i think the only guys that they really like is laurie marketing who's really a three four combo who's a four really like yeah yeah, yeah. i mean I, I think I, I i think the year with cleveland where they had him at the three that was an anomaly like any other time <laughs> yeah it's, it's true it's true uh i'm having them taking uh uh, Walker out of Houston, uh, 6'7", 249 pounds. Uh, he's a good complement to what they already have on their roster. Um, and he falls here to uh, number nine overall uh, to the Houston, uh, to the Utah Jazz. Um, he could he could end up be going this pick earlier than this uh, to the Washington Wizards. But I have I also could see that, that power forward out of UCF going here to um, Hendricks. I could, yep, I can see that too. Uh, I think in my list, the Bob I did before this one, I had him going there. Um, but not in this one. I have Walker going to the Utah Jazz. So, you know, try to make the mocks a little bit different because we don't want the same mock every single time that we put one together. Uh, yeah, same. So, uh, moving on. To, I also did a lot of this while I was at work. Um, so. Fine. So you know it might be it might it might be a little little a little a little out there because I was like doing the mock draft while I was building graphics for my, my actual TV show. So <laughs> uh, moving on to the Dallas Mavericks is they're on the clock with the number tenth overall pick. TJ, oh, what right. do you got the Dallas Mavericks doing? And you got some you got some you got some zazz coming out after this. Yeah, they get the they get the other Frenchman. They get Bilal Koulibaly. They get Women Yama's teammate, who is probably the the sleeper of sleepers in this draft like no one knows nothing like no one knows anything about them why because women yama took all the shine like when folks were like when folks were coming to france to watch women yama play they were literally going to watch women yama play like they just oh you he oh i'm going to see women yama but he has this teammate that's also really good you know uh, 
that guy is flying up of mock drafts. Like I've seen a lot of mock drafts that have him going stupid early. Like, two, um, like I don't top have, five early. Like yeah, top five like early. Re- yeah. Like really early. Um, but I don't. I don't necessarily think he's going to be that early. I don't. Allow Kula Bali. Okay, I let me. I, want, I just want to say that right. Kula Bali. There we go. I'm, I'm proud of you. Uh, I got the. I got Taylor Hendricks going to the Dallas Mavericks here. Uh, 6'8", 214 pounds. The dude can really shoot it from the three. Like he's a three level scorer. He can shoot the three. He can shoot the mid range, and he can. He can be versatile on defense, uh, block shots a little bit. Um, he's a good compliment to Luka Doncic. He just is. Uh, so 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 is Kulabali. I also think yeah. he kind of fits like the mold, like like that foreign player mold that gets love in Dallas. Like, <laughs> like it like it gives me what's his name? It, it gives me like Mikhail Petris vibes. Yeah, like how yeah, he, like remember like how he was with the Magic. Like how everybody yeah. loved him in Orlando. True, and then he went anywhere else, and he kind of was trying to trash. But it's either here or there. Um, moving on to the 11th pick, it's the Orlando Magic on the clock again. Uh, this pick is from the Chicago Bulls, and I have them taking a point guard because I do think they could potentially move off of Cole Anthony. I know Jalen mm-hmm. Suggs is on the roster, but this guy's a little bit different. I got them taking Kazon Wallace uh, out of Kentucky. Uh, bigger, bigger point guard than um, – what they already have is 6'3", 195 pounds. Um, he spent a lot of the season injured, uh, really only came back for the NCAA tournament, played fairly well in there, uh, and he's a, he's a good complement to what they already have on the roster. Uh, I do not want to give them another big. I do not want to give them another wing. They need a, like, they need a legit point guard. They need a legit point guard. Um, I could also see them trading this pick just because it's, again, you have to start shaping and figuring out this roster like you, you have too much young talent on this team to be a, a lottery pick again. So, again, figure some – I don't care what they do with this pick. I don't care who they pick. I don't care if they trade it away. I just need the, I just need to see some growth from the Orlando Magic. That's all I'm asking for. I don't care what they do. So we can literally go to pick number 12 because I really don't care what they do. All right, hold on. From there, let's talk about pick number 12. We got the Oklahoma City Thunder on the clock. And TJ, you're on the clock as well. What do you got them picking? Uh, oh, so I think I think the first big man comes off the board here, and that's Derek Lively out of Duke. We get the first big off the board. Now, this is this is a bad draft to be a, a center. Like, I'm so serious. Like, like a true center. Like, the, the, this is a bad draft to be a center. Like, I think he... He legit might be the only center that gets drafted. I'm not even joking. It's true. I mean, the only other one that's even, I mean, remotely worth talking about is James Naji, the kid from Nigeria, who plays who plays in Barcelona, I think. Yeah, uh, he's working out with uh, Serge Ibaka <clears throat> right now. Yeah, or he's been working out with Serge Ibaka, I should say. But they need size. Up, they need size up front. They need like true size up front. Like Jalen Williams is cool. Like he cool, but you need. You need like you need the legit six ten, six eleven, seven foot. Like no more six seven, six eights playing power four. Like that's no. So I imagine this will be the only pick that me and you agree on through the entire mock draft. I have the Oklahoma City Thunder also taking Derek Lively the second out of Duke, nineteen years old freshman, seven one, two hundred thirty pounds. Um, had a didn't have the best college season, but. Based on the reporting on his pre-draft workout, he's flashed some potential to knock down threes. Um, he's also a really good lob there for SGA, whatever, or or for uh, Giddy, Josh Giddy. Like that's a good compliment there. Um, I like it. 
Uh, yeah. Give me some more of it. I, I think, you know, they got to turn the, the corner here eventually. Uh, and I think Oklahoma City is getting ready to really turn the corner here. Uh, moving on to the 13th overall pick, they got the Toronto Raptors on the clock as we are rounding out the lottery here with only two more picks left. And it's, the writing seems to be on the wall here with the Toronto Raptors that it's going to be a semi rebuild there um, mm-hmm. as they are probably not going to bring back Fred Van Fleet. Um, it's, um, the verdict is still out about OG and Nobi and for Pascal Siakam. So I have them going to the next generation of point guard, uh, replacing Fred Van Fleet. I have them taking Jalen Hood Safino, uh, the kid from Indiana, 6'4, 217 pounds. Uh, he just seems like he could be like a really versatile player. Uh, you could play him at the student guard or the, or the point guard position. Um, he's just a flashy athletic player who's got all the intangibles. Well, David, this is two picks in a row, but we agree. Oh, man, let's go. Let's go. So, yeah, I'm also going Jordan Hood Safino. Again, Big Ten country, watched a lot of him. This past, not just this past season, but seasons prior out of Indiana, gave Illinois, like literally gave U of I, Illinois, all they could handle. And then some in spots, like he's a very good player. He's a very, and like you said, the writing on the wall is, is there for Freddie Van Fleet to be all but gone. And yeah, and like, as you like to say, where there's smoke, there's usually fire. And if we're hearing that Fred Van Fleet's out, He's likely out. Everybody got a price. Everybody, no, everybody got a price, and somebody is going to be willing to give Van Vliet what he's asking for if Toronto's not. Uh, Stay it in the lottery. Last pick, we got the New Orleans Pelicans. Berg uh, is still out if they will still be picking here. I've seen all of the trade rumors uh, over the last 24 to 48 hours uh, that they may try to move this pick and either Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson try to move it into the top three. Um, but New Orleans is on the clock in this year in this mock draft because we do not have trades because they're too hard to predict. But New Orleans at 14. TJ, what are you feeling for the New Orleans Pelicans here with this mock draft? This, this might ruffle some feathers. Might ruffle some, but Kobe Buffkin out of Michigan. Man, three in a row. Is it? <laughs> yeah, three in a row. Kobe Buffkin out of Michigan. Um, one, I I know I, I know everybody can't not talk about New Orleans and not bring up the stuff. Excuse me, that Zion Williamson is going through right now. I'm not even gonna divulge in that stuff one, one, one of those people got banned from twitter so one of those exactly one one of those people got banned from twitter want to know why you um Google you it. cannot you can, yeah, yeah just to be just to be on the you know you cannot you know threaten to commit felonies and not expect some kind of you know yeah yeah like you you literally threatened to commit three felonies like I'm, I'm not gonna say what they are, but you like three of them, right? Two at the most, depending on the third one, which whichever state you're in. Two at the most, like you can't do that. So, uh, yeah, Kobe Buffkin, he feels a need. Everybody can literally slide back into their natural spot. So like C.J. McCollum can no longer like you don't know you're no longer asking him to run point and set things up. He can go back to being his natural spot at the two. Ingram slides back to his three. So on and so forth. Like I mean, even, uh, if, even, even if you're not going to play Kobe Bufkin, maybe you're going to play him at the shooting guard position because he's more of a combo guard than he is really a pure point guard. But he could play point guard next to CJ McCollum. Like he's yeah. just a good. He's just a good basketball like player. That, like that's, that, that's what I'm saying. Like so, like they 
they're they're kind of playing like I don't think they would like to. Obviously, you you don't want to start Herbert Jones over Zion Williamson, right? You, you're forced to do that. So the the real starting lineup for the Pelicans really is real life supposed to be, I could because they have to. McCollum at the one, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Trey Murphy at the two, B.I. at the B. three, I. Zion and um, Valanchunas. And even if they don't trade Zion Williamson and they end up with that, and they're not trading. I mean, first I mean, of all, that's another Col- thing. Col- they're not Col- trading. Col- Col- Kobe, Kobe Bufkin can come in as like an instant microwave on their off on their bench and give them just scoring punch off their bench, and every team needs that. And then if Zion can stay healthy and like, yeah, Herb Jones, we were talking about dude having like DPOI, like he could be a dark horse DPOI candidate. Then you just put that person on your bench. Now you have a legit somebody that could be that could turn into a legit six man. Yeah, and they, I mean, yeah, Kobe Bucket also, and you got uh, the other kid. Uh, Was it Jose Alvarado who comes in? Jose well. Alvarado, yeah, Grant Alvarado. You get a working of a really nice bench there uh, in in New Orleans. Uh, moving on from there, let's talk about the 60, 50th overall pick as we are moving out of the lot right now. Uh, we got the Atlanta Hawks on the clock, and I have them taking Grady Dick. Uh, shooting guard out of Kansas. I think he's a good compliment to what they already – they could even play him at small forward um, they could. if they wanted to. Uh, he's, you know, a, a, you know, he's 6'4", 240 pounds, or 204 pounds, uh, 24th three-point percentage. He's a good compliment to Trey Young and – uh, Dejounte Murray. If you like, assuming both those guys are still there, which I imagine they will be. No, no, those, those two guys are still there. It's the others that are. I, I think a uh, might be a gone. John, a John Collins trade is finally going to happen. This I've season. heard. I've heard John Collins. I've but John heard Collins, Dick is six six. You could put him at the three. He's a perfect pick and pop shooter guy. Compliment to Trey Young. He just makes a lot of sense there. For the and Atlanta so, Hawks. like, the, these are three names to keep an eye out on for the Atlanta Hawks to get traded out. David already mentioned John Collins. That's probably been that's probably the most obvious as they they spent the last what would you say year and a half talking about trading John Collins, Clint Capella, and this just happened today, DeAndre Hunter, because they want to free up minutes for um, AJ Griffin. I mean, as they should, but I'm not trading. I'm not trying. I think John Hunter is a good player. Like I, I wouldn't trade him away either. But that, hey, I'm just, I'm just giving you what, what the notification popped but, but up. Who do you, who do you, who do you have the Hawks taking at 15? Uh, I don't hate Grady Dick. I, I don't hate that pick. This is another team. It's like what, like what do you do? Like if you trade Clint Capella. There's no center on. There's no center or big left on the board that's worth taking the risk at 15. I agree with you. I, I mean, you're, you're hoping Omeka Kongwu takes a major step forward, but if he doesn't, what do you do then? So, like what I read. So, like the trade I read with him was, Mav, the Mavs get Clint Capella and basically a pick swap. The Mavs get Clint Capella. Goes back to Dallas. Yeah, the Mavs get Clint Capella and the 15th overall pick, and Atlanta moves up to the top 10. So if they go, if they get, if they get, if they get in that top 10, then they get Derek Lively. I mean, but that's basically, you basically have a cheaper version of Clint. I I, I wouldn't, I I don't know. That's, that's, that's interesting, I guess. So, well, if you have a, if you, if the reports are right, like what you said about Derek Lively, he poses a more of an offensive threat than Clint Capella. 
Oh, 100%. I don't think that's even remotely close. But, I, I mean, defensively is why Clint Capella is, quote-unquote, on that roster. And the Atlanta Hawks are one of the worst defensive teams in the league last season. So what good is it? What's it doing? What is it doing? You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. I'm just giving you some facts here. Um, but it, did you? Yeah, I don't know. I I I wouldn't make that trade. You I, make I, that I, I think John Collins is going to get moved. Like, no doubt about it. You wouldn't make that trade. Okay, that, that, that's that's. He's also been linked to Dallas. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, I love John Collins on the Dallas Mavericks. Like if they can, if they can, if that trade works out that way, like whatever. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how the money works because you can't just take out John Collins' contract. It would have to be like Tim Hardaway Jr. and probably yeah, uh, yeah some 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 stuff, some stuff. That other that other that other big that is the three point shooting big that they have on their roster. His name is Tol- Maxi Kleber. Yeah, yeah. That would, that would have to be those two guys and ten. For John Collins, some stuff and, would have to be. I could also see Derek Lively nah, going ten to the Mavericks. Like that makes a lot more because the one thing they absolutely don't have is the biggest dude on their roster is who Dwight Powell. I, I guess, but no, like, Maxi Kleber might be a little bit taller, but he's like he ain't, like, he ain't no banger. Like, you need a banger. Like 200, like two hundred pounds with bricks in his pockets. Like, right, you, you need a banger. Who's that? Six, who 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 next? Who's that sixteen? Uh, moving on to number 16, uh, we got ourselves the Utah oh, Jazz back on the clock. This pick is coming over from the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, in the uh, terrible Rudy Gobert trade. Gobert trade. Uh, I have them taking Keontae George, a really cool. good feel-good story, uh, kid out of Baylor, um, 6'4", pounds. Yeah, um, dude can just straight up play um a score he can you know put it on the floor he can score it will uh he's a good basketball player i also have seen him as a top 10 pick at one point in this during this process for him to get fall out of the lottery and for the utah jazz to take him at 16 and be a compliment to colin sexton or if they trade away jordan clarkson he's just a good basketball player now this is where see you can't get on the pie eating man like that's just disrespectful you just just took a big old bite of food, Man, bro. Like that. Do you, do you realize that I don't eat my meal? I don't eat my meals until after these shows are done. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> hey, hey, David. Basically, what Izzy saying is, I ain't setting my camera off right now. <laughs> basically, hey, Dave. What's basically what he's saying is that's a you problem. But this is more like <laughs> like this is more of a Jordan Hawkins type pick right here, like outside of the lottery. Yeah, th- this this feels more like his speed. Just, 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 uh, just so he's up to speed. I had I had Jordan Hawkins going at eight to the to the Washington Wizards. To the Washington Wizards? Holy camoly. Right? So, so uh, wow. yeah. I, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna go. Well they are like they did lose Bradley Beal, so there you go. Get a Yukon guy, a Yukon guy. You know TJ, those Yukon guys are great. Sometimes are pretty damn good at the <laughs> NBA level. No, then no, don't do don't do UConn like that. Don't do UConn like that. I mean, what, what happened to what happened to uh, what happened to Shabazz Napier? He went. Wait, where did he go? <laughs> he went to the. I'm talking about the top ten guys. I'm talking about the top ten guys. Okay. <laughs> Only guy except it seems to be colossal bust. Claw, anyways, the biggest, biggest bust in the history of the league. So sixteen. Anyways, let's go. At number sixteen. Um, so my draft kind of changed. I can get to the get to that at the end of the um, podcast. But at 16, I got them taking Jet Howard. I think the Utah Jazz need to mm. add some shooting at this point. 
Um, he's one of the best spot up shooters in college basketball. Earlier, I believe they didn't have a pick earlier. This is the first pick. So you're yeah, no, Jeff this is, no, this is their second. This is their second. This is the second. They have, they have three first round picks. This is their second one. Well, um, who is which one? Oh, the, they're number nine. Earlier, I got them taking Jalen Hood Shafino at number nine. Uh, moving on from the Utah Jazz, I like that. I have them. I have Safino going all uh, to twelve to the Toronto Raptors. Um, moving on from them, we talk about the Los Angeles Lakers as they get to keep their pick as it falls outside of the lottery. Um, they have seventeen overall. Izzy, what do you got the Lakers doing? Put you on the clock here a little bit. Well, at number seventeen in my latest mock draft. No, oh, now he being mod because he eating and he turned his camera off. Now he want to be modest. Come on, bro. <laughs> At least he's in that watermelon with a fork. Man, oh my gosh, he's <laughs> doing wonders. Watermelon's amazing. Um, <laughs> At number 17, um, you know, when I look at the Lakers, they do need some size. I don't really see, you know, other than Noah Clowney at here, I don't really see them like the, with the Gregory Jackson maybe um, here. But I, I think they like a guy – that they saw some success in his brother there in Sacramento. I'm going Chris Murray here at number 17. A small forward, a power forward. He could be a small he, – uh, he, he's a power forward. He could be a small forward at times, but he could shoot the ball from th- from the three-point land uh, with one of the best of them. At 6'8", I like Chris Murray here at number 17. So this guy has mm. fallen in many mock drafts, including mine. Uh, I got the other guard from Arkansas, Nick Smith Jr., um, 6'5", 185 pounds, gives you somebody who can put the ball in the basket. Um, he's also a client, clutch, a clutch client, um, as he ties with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Um, he should be a good compliment to what they're already doing there. Um, so Nick Smith Jr. following to 17. TJ. I like Nick Smith, man. I think he's going to be an all-star at one point. He's got some Lou Williams in him. And even though Lou Williams, I don't think he an all-star team, but – <laughs> Lou Williams, I thought Lou Williams may have made an All Star game. No, Lou Williams did not make an All Star. I don't think he made one. Yeah, no, but he's got, but TJ, he's got some Lou Will in him though. You know when Lou Will get the cooking, it's kind, of, it was hard. I just had to shout out Lou Will. He yeah, he just, he just retired yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, or the day before, one of the two. TJ. Um, yeah, this is this is tough. Like the Lakers, they they, they need size, but you also might want to go get a guard because you if you can't if you decide not to match the payday that Austin Reeves might get then you lose like this is back to back years of you losing out on a guard on, on valuable guard play and I'm not going uh to pick that what that David said but Keontae George is right there for the taking um so yeah I'm gonna go Keontae George like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on from there, we got the 18th pick. We got the Miami Heat on the clock, and I have the Miami Heat rolling the dice. And I have them taking the kid from uh, France, Victor Wembanyama's teammate. Uh, I'm gonna try not to butcher his name, but I can't make any promises. Uh, Bielo Kulabali, uh, six-seven guard, gives him a guy who can you know create on his own offense. Um, he kind of gets lost in the shuffle because he's on Victor Wembanyama's teammate. Uh, but he's a good basketball player and should be a really nice compliment to Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo there in Miami if they do keep this pick, obviously. TJ. Oh. Uh, 
I can see Nick Smith Jr. going here. Like that would like Kyle Lowry's old. Like you trying to get Dame, so Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson could be traded away. Like you're gonna need to replace that. Like so. Yeah, uh, and what's his name? Gabe Vincent is. He's a nice player, but he he. I don't think he can be a starting point guard for 82 games. Like that's that's a lot to ask for for that caliber of player. Uh, so yeah, Nick Smith Jr. If he's even back, I mean, he may price himself out of Miami. Right, if he's is back, is he? Man, I'm loving this watermelon, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I can't get the words out, man. Anyways, um, I got the Miami Heat taking the young player out of France that's playing in the NBL right now, and that's Ryan Rupert. Um, I was watching some film of him. It's crazy that we're at this point in the show. Cause, um, and on my last draft, ladies and gentlemen, I had them taking Keontae George. So there you go. Six, seven, hundred ninety pounds forward, seven, three wingspan. Yeah. And so he's a, you know, he's a great, he's a good, really good spot up shooter. And he's got some, um, good intangibles like defensively and he's long. Um, he's, you know, he's got a good build to him. Um, the only thing that I that will worry me a little bit, he's gotten better at this. I saw in the second half of some of his games last night. Uh, he's he's gotten better with getting his own bucket in the half court, which a lot of the young players have trouble with at first, right, David? Like yeah. getting you know you know as the court shrinks a little bit, getting you know they're better off in transitions. That's what this kid is. But I think he's a little bit better in half in the half court, in my opinion. As he's gotten better, he started for his team down the stretch. He's better than Bilal Koulibaly in the half court. I'll give you that. Right now, uh, like right now, right now, if I had to say, okay, which one of those guys is going to contribute first and 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 more efficiently, it's going to be Ryan Rupert, out of you know those two kids from France. Uh, moving on from there, let's talk about the 19th pick. It's the Golden State Warriors. They're on the clock. Um, I have the Golden State Warriors going with the project. They already took a swing on a center a couple years ago with James Wiseman. That did not work out at all. Uh, I got them taking James Daji, uh, center out of Nigeria, but plays for Barcelona, I think. Um, he's a bit – He is a project, <laughs> but if he works out, I think they're – because they're probably going into some sort of rebuild at some point this in the next couple years. Um, you know, he's a bit of a project, 18 years old, you know, big and long, athletic, seven feet, 226 pounds. That's what I got the Warriors doing. You know what's crazy, David? I'll go here, TJ. I'll go right here, TJ. You know what's crazy about James Nazi? On this mock draft, I actually had him going to the Hawks at um, Godly at 15. 16, 15. At 15, yeah. And I I had him reaching just because of the fact that I think maybe one of those three guys outside of, you know, maybe Capella. I mean, one of those three front court guys are gone. I, mean, I don't think they're going to keep one of those three guys. So I think they're going to go get another front court player. And this guy's got arms for days. I do like him as a project, David. You're right. He's got arms for days. He can run the floor easily. If you know, you can t- like, and he's got a good form on his jump shot. Easily. You can teach a guy how to shoot a shot, like a spot up jumper. But like, if like the motor part, right. It's all about, cause the young guys, man, he's 18, that motor, you know, if, if you know, if he can easily get 10, 12 rebounds just on clear athleticism, just that ability alone, just watching some of the tape. So, um, but at number 19, I got uh, the, I got them going with another forward. I got them taking Noah Clowney. He's a little bit more polished. He can shoot the three. 
he's a good spot up shooter. He's long. He could block shots as well. He could rebound. He showed that he can play in a tough conference in 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 college basketball in the SEC. So I got him taking Noah Clowney. Um, TJ. Yeah, I don't expect them to get uh, take James Najee again. The last thing they need is another project. Somebody they need they handheld, and yeah, as long as you keep those three dudes on that roster with Steve Kerr as the coach, your your championship window is now your championship contenders. They not finna hold your hand. Like they literally just had to come out and announce that hey, we're not trading jo- Jonathan Kaminga because teams have been calling about Jonathan Kaminga. So that that the last thing they need is another project. So that tells me that those other two guys because the only one out of the, the the one only one that's been playing really consistently is Jordan Poole and we saw how that we see where that's at right now. So Moody and Kaminga they're probably progressing well enough to the point where they feel comfortable keeping them on the roster. So, if I'm Golden State, I gotta look for somebody that can that can come in and contribute now, right? Like, and I mean, right now. And I don't know who that is for them. I don't. I fully don't expect them to keep this pick. If I'm being, I, I, I don't. I don't think they'll keep this pick either. So, I think they package this up. I think they package this up with like one of the young guys, Kaminga or Moody, um, while they still have some type of value. In my I opinion, I mean, yeah. So, so obviously, that they, they at this point they need bench rotation. Uh, this mock draft has because they the, want to win a championship now, right? They want to win a championship, win a championship in four or five. You know, they don't want to win one in two years. They're not, they want to win one next year. They're, they're not worried about three years from now. So they're 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 trading they're trading Kaminga. They're trading Moody. I think they I think they probably keep Moody. I think they trade Kaminga because he's the one that has the most upside. He's shown yeah. that he can be a one of those guys. So, like, with this pick, Moody, um, Kaminga, and some, to get something back, I think they do that. Uh, the mock draft I'm looking at has them getting that point guard out of Santa Clara. Uh, oh, yeah. Can, uh, Brandon, Purser, whatever. Uh, P- Pajinski. Hey, yeah. hey, TJ, you know what's crazy? He used to be at the University of Illinois, and he transferred he to Santa Clara. Because, yeah, because there, there was no playing time. There was no playing time. He was no and and now this kid is gonna be in the first round. I was watching some highlight of him. He's a lefty, man. This kid, he's got a hell of a Euro step. He's great in transition. He's got a good spot up jumper. He's got good creativity. He's just all around pretty damn good, I, in my opinion. He's well rounded, like score. Uh, moving on from that, let's let's move this a little bit faster now that we're outside of the top twenty. Uh, we're gonna have the Houston Rockets on the clock. Uh, TJ, who you got them taking? Houston, uh, let's go with um, and this is this is from the this is a trade Clippers. from Clippers. Uh, somehow, someway, Leonard Miller is still on my board here, and I think they snatch him up at twenty. Is he? Um, <clears throat> uh, at number twenty, I still got uh, Balakul Bali on the board. Uh, I think Houston grabs him on my last mock draft. I had him taking James Naji. He was still there, but he's not there no. He's not there no more. I'm going Bryce Sensabaugh yeah. from Ohio State. Uh, shooting guard, okay. small forward combo. Uh, good basketball player. Should be a good compliment there. Uh, to 21, the Brooklyn Nets, the two of picks they have back-to-back. Uh, back this to one back. is from the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Izzy, what do you got them doing here? Um, on my latest mock draft, I got the Brooklyn Nets going with Keontae George out of Baylor, combo guard. 
Um, on my last draft, I had them actually going Leonard Miller. Um, but yeah, I yeah, I think um, you know Brooklyn goes with Keontae George here, and why he's still on my board. I'm taking Chris Murray for the uh, uh, the twin brother of Keegan Murray, uh, 6'8", 213 pounds, uh, versatile player. Uh, they yeah. can use him in a bunch of different ways. TJ. So I'm going first. I'm uh, Jawan Howard becomes a proud papa. Jet Howard gets drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. And um, congratulations, young man. I'm a, you I, I got. I gotta look that up. Like how many father son duos have gotten drafted in the first round? Probably not a lot. The numbers not a, probably right. Not, yeah, probably not a lot, not a lot right? Uh, what you got, Dale and Steph. I'm pretty sure Dale Curry was a first round draft pick, but I, I, I got, again, I got. Don't quote me. I gotta look that up. And then on 22, I agree with you. They go Chris Murray. So, yeah. 22, I have them getting some big depth because they've needed bigs for a long time. Uh, no Clowney, kid of Alabama, 6'10", 210 I like that pick, too. Uh, forward center, 6'10", 210. Um, he got overshadowed by you know Brandon Miller being on his team, uh, but this is a good basketball player. Is he? Um, so what's crazy is, uh, so on my last draft, I still had Jordan Hawkins here. Um, so I, that's where he went at 22 because I think they could use the scoring, uh, the scoring and the shooting. Uh, but right here in my latest mock draft, I got him taking Leonard Miller. Um, only thing about Leonard Miller, man, he could do everything except he just can't shoot the ball. He's got to learn how to shoot the ball. He's got to work on his mechanics. That comes with him getting that. to the rim. Yeah, him getting to the rim is he's really strong at doing that, um, and you know, getting offensive rebounds. I like Leonard Miller. Yeah. Moving on from there, we got the Portland Trailblazers back on the clock. This pick is coming from the New York Knicks. I have no idea why they have it or where it's coming from. Uh, same thing with that pick for the Houston has from the Clippers. I couldn't tell you why they have that one either. Um, it could be because of the Eric Gordon trade, but don't quote me on that. Um, uh, but yeah, on the clock, we got the Portland Trailblazers. I have them also swinging Jet Howard, becomes a first round pick. Uh, he ends up being a Portland Trailblazer, 4'6", 215 pounds. Uh, should be a good compliment to what they already have on the roster if they do keep everyone. If Izzy. they do keep everyone. Izzy. Oh, at uh, number 23 um, on this latest mock draft, I got the Portland Trailblazers taking Jordan Hawkins, um, getting a shooter. Um, but I don't know. This pick may not. Uh, well, no, they're not trading damn anymore. So they're probably going to keep this pick. But, yeah, Jordan Hawkins from UConn. And then uh, on my last mock draft, I had them taking Bryce Sensabaugh. Uh, he was still there, but. Little shake up here. Jordan moves shake. down one spot. Little shaky. Little shaky. Little, little shake up. Yeah, no, Jordan. No, Jordan Hawkins went 23. Uh Jordan Hawkins went 22 uh on my last mock draft. He's uh, number 23 here. So TJ. Uh James Najee. Um I think Nurkic kind of, like Nurkic's injury history. Obviously, if they're not concerned by now, then I don't know what I don't know what they're looking at. But he feels an immediate need. Like he was a backup center they're not going to be that good so he can literally come in and play right away um and the other backup bigs on that roster can literally fill back into their natural spot so no more trending no more trying out the five with trending watford playing mm-hmm. the five right he can slide down to whatever his natural position is 
Moving on from there, we got the Sacramento Kings on the clock after they broke their 18-year drought of playoff uh, and almost gave the Warriors all they can handle in the first round. Uh, but they're picking here at number 24. I have them taking Leonard Miller. Um, Defensive-minded playing guard, kind of like a man Thompson. Uh, 6'9", 213 pounds. Uh, gives them some – they could could be potentially be the Harrison Barnes replacement uh, if he can de- develop some sort of jump shot. Um, Leonard Miller. Wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be awesome if Chris Murray fell here and they paired him back up with his brother? Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be, that would be cool. That would be, that cool. Would be really cool. But it's not going to happen. Um, uh, Jaime Jaquez. I like that. Is he? Um, at number 24, um, I got them taking Olivier Maxence Prosper. Um, 6A Ford out of uh, Marquette, Marquette. Completed three or the four. Yeah, and you know he got invited to the to the green room, so good. You know, uh, yeah, congratulations, yeah. young man, young man. Congratulations, young man. They know he's gonna get picked in the first round. I think he goes here, to Sacramento. I had them taking um, Gregory Jackson, the third on my last mock draft. To the Memphis Grizzlies at number twenty-five on the clock, Izzy. Uh, just coming off the twenty-five game for the job Morant suspension. What do you got Memphis doing here at twenty-five? I got them taking the perfect guy for their situation. Brandon Pajemski out of Santa Clara, 6'6", lefty. Can do it from all three levels of the uh, of the floor. Uh, needs to get a little strength, but uh, I'd like Brandon Pajemski, man. I think he can be a really good scorer, um, even next to John Moran. I mean, talk about a guy that can fill in and, 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 and you know, replace Dylan Brooks, right? Uh, Brandon Pajemski, 6'6", has the size, can play the two. Uh, you know, with De- him and Desmond Bain, so I they're gonna like Brandon Pajemski. He was on my last mock draft, too, right here for Memphis. I'm going Kobe Jones, the guard out of Xavier, 6'5, 199 pounds, can play the make a little bit, can score. Um, could be their short term replacement for John Moran and his production on the offensive side of the ball. Um, he's also a good, capable defender. Um, Kobe Jones, Xavier, yeah, because Trey Jones is gonna be oh, what you call it. Probably Tyus Jones. Jones probably going to be starting for twenty five games, so they can't afford to let him go anymore. Um, I had uh, what's called it Noah Clowney going here, but I just remembered that they didn't lose any of their bigs; they're just hurt. Yeah, so, I mean Stephen Adams should be back here. I mean, Stephen Adams Jackson, should be back. Uh, Brandon, Brandon Clark, Clark should be back. Xavier be back. Tillman played well in the playoffs, so so they don't need Noah Clowney anymore. Um, but they do need. They do need uh they they, they do need guard play. And I'm Dave, I was just the fourth pick we've agreed on. Yeah, it is four. So yeah, I'm 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 being the copycat and I'm gonna take the guards. You just said that yeah, that's where we're going. Kobe Jones. To number twenty six. Uh this pick is coming over from the Cleveland Cavaliers. I have no idea why they have oh, I think it's for the Carousel Vert. Carol's avert trade. Uh, I have TJ. I think you're like this. I have the Indiana Pacers taking Amani Bates. Um, was at one point oh. the number one prospect in this class, or in the last year's class, whenever he reclassified, um, has all the upside. And Indiana can afford to take a swing and a miss because they have they had yeah. three first round picks. They had three first round picks in this draft. They only have two now um, after they traded one to the Denver Nuggets for a pick next year. Uh, but Amani Bates goes to the Indiana Pacers. Um, yeah, I would, so I would love for that to happen, but I just don't see it happening. So, um, on my last mock draft, I had them taking uh point guard Kobe Bufkin, but uh, on this one, I have them taking uh Bryce Sensiball, small forward out of Ohio State. Um, kids built right ready now, 
you know, NBA body ready now. The kid's uh pretty pretty damn good scorer at the Big Ten level. So that's a good check in my book mm. at going to the NBA level, baby. DJ. Okay. Uh, well, again, they're bringing up talking about Miles Turner, Buddy Hill being shipped off. Uh, Jordan Walsh, the, another Razorback to Indiana. Moving on from the Indiana Pacers, the Charlotte Hornets back on the clock. This pick is coming from Denver via New York and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, this is the pick that Charlotte traded last draft, which was in the top 13. Uh, when the top 15 was a lottery pick. Now they get the 27th pick overall for that pick, a really dumb trade when you look hindsight 2020. Um, to the Charlotte Hornets, I have them taking um, Dariq Whitehead, uh, score combo guard from the Duke University, 6'6", 216 pounds. Um, can play either small forward or shooting guard. Um, he's a, a good player. Wasn't great his freshman year, but. Uh, uh, Trace Jackson Davis. Uh, I still don't know what the issue, what the deal is with Miles Bridges. I haven't heard anything. Y'all haven't heard anything. So he will be, he will be on this team next year. I bet. If I'm, a, I'm just throwing a bet out there. Like I, I, I don't know. So, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just give them Trace Jackson Davis. Like, like for the unknown, for the unknown, they don't know what I don't. I don't even think they know what the hell going on with Miles Bridges. I, I agree <laughs> with you on that. Nobody. I don't think anybody knows. Um, Charlotte. Um, yeah, so um, in this mock draft, I have uh, Charlotte taking Tristan Vucevic um, out of Serbia, plays um, in the uh, EuroLeague, uh, young, you know, Serbian, you know, player, 6'10". Uh, we just saw the, you know, skill that came with Nikola Jokic, right? Two-time MVP, okay. just won the championship. Don't, 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 don't do that. This don't kid, do that. No, I'm don't not do doing that. that. I'm not doing <laughs> it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm You're not going to do it. it, but I'm just saying. I'm just, you kind of are I, I doing just, it. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I, I'm just I'm just gonna say that they, you know they draft this kid. Uh, he, he can actually stay in Europe and then come over. So you know that's that's where they're at with that kid. But I think um, you know he comes over and he you know tries to start right away or play right away with a young team. Uh, on the last draft, I had him taking Olivier Maxence Prosper, but he's off the board. So to the number twenty eight pick on the Utah Jazz. Uh, this pick is coming from Philadelphia via Brooklyn. I I. I I don't know why they have it, so they have it. Um, what do you What do you guys have, it? Izzy? What do you got the Utah Jazz doing at twenty eight here? Um, at number twenty eight, I got the Utah Jazz going with Gregory Jackson, the second six nine power forward out of South Carolina. This kid is a beast. I think if he could just get the motor together and put it all together, I think Gregory Jackson could be a monster at the next level. Um, it's just all about a, you know how how much he wants it. He's he's a you know young kid. Uh, was a former five-star guy, uh, probably one of South Carolina's best recruits ever. So I think I think this kid could, would be a steal here with the the type of ceiling that he has. Uh, is your, the, it, the, the, your go ahead? Yeah, and then I think in the last draft I had him taking uh, direct Derek Whitehead. Uh, so I got the Utah Jazz taking Ryan Rupert uh, out of uh, the New Zealand New Zealand Breakers. Uh, that's the league actually Lamelo Ball played in. Um, so yeah. you know six, we already yeah. mentioned this: six seven hundred ninety pounds, seven three wingspan. Um, good compliment there for Utah Jazz. So no matter what they do with the rest of that roster. PJ. Yeah, Derek Whitehead makes a lot of sense here. Uh, Colin Sexton is looking like they're looking to trade him. I also don't expect Clarkson to 
finish the team finish the season on this team. Um so yeah, Derek Whitehead. To this pick, now it says on the graphic that it's the Indiana Pacers on the clock, but I have not updated it since that trade happened earlier this afternoon, where now Denver has this pick uh, as they traded a pick in next year's draft uh, to get two first-round picks, two picks, like two picks that are like basically back-to-back in the first round, um, and the Pacers trade this one and I think 32 uh, to the Denver Nuggets. Uh, so this is actually Denver on the clock, and with that, I have them taking Jaime Jaquez, uh, the kid from UCLA. Yeah. Right? Yeah, UCLA. I think they needed a, another score that can play the wing position, that can come off their bench and score for this team. Uh, Jaime Jaquez can for sure do that. Uh, I'm not sure what like where he's a shooting guard, a small forward, or a power forward in the NBA because he's six six or six seven. Uh, but I, I think you draft the guy and let him just figure it out. Yeah. So on my on my original mock draft, I had them taking. I had the Pacers taking Trey Jackson Davis here. Uh, but since they got, you know, in the my, in this mock draft, they got Anthony Black, they got Brad, Bryce Sensabaugh, and then they were going to get a power forward, you know, to, you know, add some front court depth with Trace Jackson Davis. But now doing it all over, I actually agree with you. Um, I'm going to go with Jaime Jaquez here. Trace Jackson Davis falls out the first round for me. Um, but <coughs> I honestly think that, you know, there can go a few ways. I mean, Jaime Jaquez, Andre Jackson Jr., Right, with a hell of a play, uh, tournament run that he had for UConn, uh, basically second half and on, uh, he might have ended his way, you know, back into the first round. He's a small forward that can can be a killer um, in terms of you know uh, dishing out, distributing the ball in the half court offense, and then you know also you know a guy like Maxwell Lewis, Julian Phillips still on the board, Kobe Jones still on the board, anything with like wing depth that can handle the ball. I think this is where the Nuggets go, but I got him going Jaime Hawkins though. TJ. Adama Sanogo Sino- uh, out of UConn. So this changes things a bit, right? If he's going to the Pacers, I mean, I think he works in both settings, but you're going to the NBA champion, Denver Nuggets. They need a backup big in the worst way. Strong as hell, 6'9", 240. Again, strong as hell. Now, now you, you were strong as hell in college. You gonna be like that was that that you might need to bulk up a little bit more for the NBA because like you was like them dudes that was trying to back you down in the tournament you was not budging you, you gonna budge at the next level bro I'm just throwing that out there he can fit uh, in right away to the final pick it says on the Los Angeles Clippers from Milwaukee v Houston but as we talked about at the very beginning of the show um, a proposed trade I think has basically been accepted this pick will now be going to the um to the washington wizards uh i do not think that they can actually make like this trade has to be made by the clippers and then traded to the wizards um on draft night um but the clip the, so let's say the wizards are going to make this pick i have the wizards taking brandon uh Podolinski, uh shoot, shooting guards shooting guard point guard out of uh, santa barbara or santa clara yeah santa clara um should be able to come in there and compete for legitimate minutes with like johnny davis and uh, who had to take in Jordan Hawkins earlier in this draft? Oh, Johnny uh, they Davis. Basically... So, so this is going to be four, what, Washington's second pick. Correct. <clears throat> it's Washington's second pick. Yep. Of the draft. Okay. Yeah. No. So I had him taking Jarris Walker. Um. You know, at number thirty. You know, you have Jarris Walker Church... falling all the way to thirty. No, no, no. I had him taking Jarris Walker. Oh, I got you. I got you. I was like, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. God, okay. Lee, no. I had him taking Jarris Walker at eight. 
Um, so with at number 30, man, interesting. You know, I had the Clippers second Kobe Bufkin here. Um, I still do believe that Kofi Bufkin is the pick here um, in this mock draft. I'm just going to keep it here and give it to the Washington Wizards. They need some point guard okay. depth. Um, they need some front court, some backcourt depth. So Kobe Bufkin's a guy that slips to number 30, but could be could have been a lottery pick, you know. So, DJ. Uh, they need a lot. Like this is the wiz- Like this is the Wizards, right? They getting this pick. It, it will. Oh, they, be the they blowing pick. it up. They blowing it up, baby. They blowing it up. They're not doing this trade anymore. What? They're not doing the the Porzingis trade. They're not doing it anymore. Porzingis trade falls apart. Oh, I guess I. Okay, so it's the Clippers on the clock. Then what do you have the Clippers doing? Still got him taking Kobe Bufkin. I will still have the Clippers take uh, Brandon. The, the kid, the shooting guard, too. I, I would have stick to who I got. Yeah, I like, I like Pajinski. I think Pajinski is going to be a steal here. I think the only thing that separates, you know, the one thing that separates a lot of these guys from being superstars, all-stars, you know, six men's, is, is the athleticism. Patton Pajinski, if he can just overcome the athleticism getting to the hole, I think, man, that kid can be, can uh, be special. I'm going to give them Maxwell Lewis, the small forward out of Pepperdine. Uh, again, they got question marks at behind their two best players, and they're and and they just so happen to be the same position. They're both small forwards. They're also fielding trades for um, Paul George. So it's I don't know what's gonna happen with the Clippers, but Maxwell Lewis, small forward, Pepperdine. And then that was the final pick in our mock draft 2.0. Uh, Izzy, before you. When you earlier in the reference the changes to your mock draft, um, do you just want to touch on that briefly before we uh, get up out of here? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so I think you know Jarris Walker, Hood Shafino, but I think when I'm looking at, back on this mock draft, I was thinking with all the news with Damian Lillard and you know with 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 the Charlotte Hornets, and I, I'm actually going to go Scoot Henderson at two, Brandon Miller at, at at the three. I think there's something to that, right? I think. That if 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 they if the Charlotte Hornets were probably like, hey, we're actually gonna go scoot here, maybe they have some of that knowledge. I mean, coming up on tomorrow, and and maybe pitch that to Dame, where Dame's like, I don't want to trade right now. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna get Brandon Miller. You know what I mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna get some help. I think Brandon Miller is gonna be a perennial All Star in, in the league. So I'm actually gonna switch those two up because on my last mock draft, I had um, scoot uh, had Brandon Miller at two and Scoot Henderson at three. Um, and then um, I uh, had in my last mock draft, I had Jairus Walker falling. But now with, you know, Porzingis leaving, uh, being traded with, you know, Bradley Beal, that Bradley Beal news, I, you know, I just think Jairus Walker makes ton- tons of sense. He's a guy that can be kind of like that Larry Johnson type of role um, in the NBA. I, that's who I think he can be. And Larry Johnson at his prime was a beast. So um, and then the rest is still the same. Um, Taylor Hendricks uh, is still going number 11 um in my draft um as well so did you guys did you guys see who did you guys see who brandon miller said is his goat i don't know if you guys call george (laughs) call george i told you this is paul george doppelganger man i think i think he probably compares a little bit closer to danny granger but that's still Uh, no in terms of athleticism i also don't think it's that i also don't think it's that big of a deal no, I I just thought it was either. funny. I just thought it was interesting because you know who else think, is a big. Think, you think, know who else is a big Paul George fan? Me. 
Yeah, I was like, yeah, you know all right, let's go. Brandon Miller, Brandon Miller has like the Paul George, like like I, he just looks like Paul when he moves out there. He looks like Paul George, like the way he he, he doesn't like, have the, the ability. He doesn't ball. he doesn't have the ability to finish at the rim the way Paul George. That's the did. only difference, the athleticism. That's the only thing. But yeah, that's but he's got that box. Danny. He's got that Danny Granger to him too, man. That yeah, hundred percent. Uh, but that's it, man. Mock Draft 2.0. Thank you very much for checking us out here, at Prime Sports World. Uh, we will be breaking down the Jacksonville Jaguars tomorrow uh, before the NBA draft gets started. So you don't want to miss that content. I'm David Huffman, Israel Vera, TJ Hopkins, and on Friday we're also going to give you our winners and losers from the draft. Uh, because there will be winners, and of course, there will always be losers. Uh, thank you very yes, much sir. for checking us out here at Prime Sports World. Please like, share, and subscribe. And gentlemen, what do we do here at the Prime, my friends? Bring, bring the heat, ladies and, and gentlemen. And, and thank you to the all. viewers, the 10 to 7 viewers. We had a consistent 10 7 viewers yeah. here tonight. So thank you for staying, you know, staying in tune with us. Yeah, we got four likes on the show, so we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. You guys all have a good night and stay, enjoy the NBA draft. It's one of the one of one of the most exciting nights of the year. So enjoy that stuff. We'll be back here tomorrow. Absolutely. You all have a good night. Stay safe. Peace out, guys.